Hey y'all, it's A Few Minutes with the Pew Podcast. I'm Lily. And I'm Maddie. And we have a passion to see people make Jesus number one in their everyday lives. We want to get serious about being serious for Jesus. Will you join us? Hey everybody, welcome back to the show. We're really excited to have you here with us today. I am excited and somewhat nervous for this episode. Mm -hmm. We are doing a rapid fire episode. And what this means is Maddie and I have come up with some different questions for each other Mm -hmm. that we have absolutely no idea about. We have not read them to each other, haven't asked these questions to each other. I mean, maybe at some point. I don't know. My list is pretty, I had a difficult time coming up with some because it's like, you want them to be interesting, but then at the same time, it's like, I already know what her answer is going to be to that one. And you guys all probably know what her answer is going to be to that one. So it took me me a while. She got hers done faster, but. Yeah. Anyways, so that's what we're doing today. But in future episodes, we're hoping to do more rapid fire episodes where like mom and dad, Lincoln, other friends, whatever, give us some different ideas for Mm -hmm. one that we don't know about until we are actually recording. Maybe we have them write it on a slip of paper and put it in a jar or something and we just have them ready to go at some point. So we don't know. We're going to see how this goes. Mm -hmm. If it goes okay, if we actually end up uploading this episode, (laughs) then we will hopefully have more to come. Mm -hmm. But Maddie, catch us up on some announcements and then we'll just dive right in. All right, so I just wanted to plug our Instagram page a little bit more this week. I know I've been talking about it quite a bit recently, but we are continuing to see a lot of growth on our Instagram Mm -hmm. page, and we are just so happy about that, and the Lord has just been moving through our Instagram page, and we are just so glad that lots of you have been able to find it because we know that there are a lot of people who have ended up following us on Instagram who are now looking at the blog and listening to podcast episodes and all that great stuff, so we are just so happy about that and so happy about seeing this growth and just being able to reach even more of you guys. So if you're not following us on Instagram, make sure that you go and do that because we post a lot of different announcements, different Mm -hmm. little updates, and just kind of let you guys see some of the behind the scenes of all the different things that we're doing. So like you'll get to see the behind the scenes of YouTube and when we film videos and stuff, you'll get to maybe see our setup or watch us prepare for it or something like that, something that you're not going to see on YouTube, but just a little bit of the behind the scenes of different things like that or the behind the scenes of writing a blog post or Mm -hmm. giving you a little teaser about what the blog post is going to be about or you can get updated about when we upload new podcast episodes and all that great stuff. So if you're on Instagram, make sure that you go and follow us. That'll be linked in the description of this episode or you can just look us up at thefew.blog. Alrighty, Maddie. I'm going to start with the very first question and I have a few to choose from so we'll see what we get to here. We both have three questions, but we may only get to like one. (laughs) Hopefully not. They're supposed to be rapid fires, so we're supposed to be kind of quick, but right. But we're not timing it. We won't. Who knows? Because y'all know we have we have difficulties with time limits. We really do. Okay, first one. What is education? And when does one become truly educated? Oh my gosh. I can't even read this because <laughs> I think I know what you're going to say, but I, I'm interested to hear what your answer is going to be. Uh, so what is education and when does one become truly educated? Okay. Well, first, I think that 
education is an eternal pursuit. It's not just something that is like, you know, you learn while you're in school and that's when you're educated and that's it. Mm -hmm. Education is supposed to be a lifelong and eternal pursuit. And it's something that is extremely important and something that everyone should be striving to pursue in everything that they're doing. So I think in our modern 21st century society, we've kind of limited education to the walls of a school building. And that's the only place where you can be educated. But really the way that I look at education is first an internal pursuit and then second, it's something that you're supposed to be pursuing in every area of your life. Mm -hmm. So I think education ultimately points us to the point of eternity, which is to glorify God and to enjoy him. We learned that in our catechism when we were like seven years old. Look at me, mom. I still remember my catechism. Anyhow, it is about glorifying God and ultimately becoming more spiritual beings over the course of our life. Mm -hmm. So I think one becomes truly educated when one realizes that they know nothing at all. I think that's really where education thrives because we are willing to banish our pride and admit that we know absolutely nothing but that we want to know more. Mm -hmm. I actually wrote this in an essay for a college that I applied to about what does education mean to me personally. I think it really is this journey of admitting that we know nothing but asking the Lord to allow us to know more. Mm -hmm. So I think really true education lies in pursuing eternal objects. It's not just about learning about science, learning how to do math. It's looking at it in such a way that is, how does science glorify God? Mm -hmm. How is he working in all these different scientific things? How does math show the organization of the universe? And how does this reflect God's character? Because even those simple subjects that we all study, that we all learn about, are ultimately created by God and therefore point us toward him. So I think lots of people overlook that in our different educational pursuits because we're all just like, I just have to learn math so that I know how to calculate different things and I know how to get the answer that I need for this test. Mm -hmm. When in reality, we should be looking at it and we should be saying, how does this show the incredible organ? organization of God's character? How does this show us how the universe is functioning in harmony? Mm -hmm. How does science point us to the ultimate creator? I think ultimately we are never fully educated, but I think when we are truly educated, that comes when we admit that we don't know anything, but we still choose to pursue knowledge. Mm -hmm. Very good. Okay. <laughs> that wasn't super quick, but I've listened to enough classical education yeah, exactly. podcasts to get that one, I think. Okay, well, this one is kind of along the same lines. Oh, no. My first question for Lily. Of course, we both end up doing something. Yeah, these are both very like classical concepts. What is truth, goodness, and beauty? Oh my That's goodness. It. <laughs> it's like, it's kind of a loaded question. And then at the same time, it's like super simple. Yeah. So I was curious to see how you were actually going to well, answer it. Okay, so what is true, good, and beautiful? Or like, what how does do truth, goodness, this? and beauty entail? Mm hmm. You can only experience what is true, good, and beautiful when you know who your creator is mm -hmm. because he's the one who has created what is true, good, and beautiful. So without knowing him, we cannot recognize that in our world. And I think that a lot of people are trying to. I think that we attempt to do that on our own because we think that we can get away from our creator, mm -hmm. you know, that we can try to come up with this idea that he doesn't really exist and this is where you get atheists and agnostics and all these people who want to claim that you know there's still somehow truth goodness and beauty in mm -hmm. our world and there are still things worth living for and all that stuff even though they don't think that there's a creator and that we can get away from that mm -hmm. and you just can't there's no way that we can possibly 
ever think that there is truth, goodness, and beauty apart from our creator. Mm -hmm. I think that first entails us admitting that we're created, Mm -hmm. that we are created beings that have to submit to this higher power, this higher authority who created us, not Mm -hmm. just this higher authority that has created truth, goodness, and beauty that we don't have to answer to, we're not connected to personally. There's no personal connection. And that's what makes truth, goodness, and beauty so powerful is that you have this connection with the actual creator, the one who Mm -hmm. has spoken the word to create it, the one who has not only done that, but he's created each of us. And that means that within us, he's created something that is true, good, and beautiful. So then our very souls long for truth, goodness, and beauty in our world. So because we're created beings and we answer to this personal creator who wants Mm -hmm. a relationship with us and wants to be connected to us, he has placed this desire for truth, goodness, and beauty within all of us. And he's created us to know that, to recognize that in an evil, sinful world. And that means that we have to be willing to pursue it because when you recognize that you are created, then you also have to recognize that you're meant to create as well. Mm -hmm. You're meant to imitate your creator. He creates what is true, good, and beautiful, and he's intended us to create what is true, good, and beautiful. And I think that one of the main ways that I see this as a young lady is through motherhood and through being specifically a homemaker. Mm -hmm. I just love how the home really gives us this perfect example of what it means to create what is true, good, and beautiful. Because not only are you entering into a lifelong covenant with someone who has also been created and who also has this desire within themselves to pursue what is true, good, and beautiful. And if you're a Christian, they should know why. And then you create children together who are able to imitate you in that, if that makes sense, within Mm -hmm. the home. And so when we're all doing that, and especially the family unit, it's a powerful force against evil in our world because we're all creating intentionally. We're intentionally creating what is true, good, and beautiful in our own little corners of the world, Mm -hmm. even though we're all able to come back to the center, the home. And the mom really oversees that and makes sure that each one knows that this is what you were made to do. So I'm going to stop there because I will go on forever about (laughs) this topic. If you know me, I could talk years and years about this topic, but I'll stop there. Hopefully I answered that good enough. I don't know. I think so. Yeah. Let me wipe my tear away. (laughs) Okay. Next one. I thought Maddie would really like this one just because you like, you know, writing and creativity and all that stuff. But I I honestly have no idea. I honestly have no idea what you're going to say to this one. So this is going to be interesting. Where is the line between insanity and creativity? Oh my goodness. We're getting into like some Oscar Wilde, like F. Scott Fitzgerald (laughs) kind of stuff here. Okay, well, I think that I love how all these questions are kind of blending together. Yeah, this is weird (laughs) because we didn't plan any of this. I think creativity is ultimately, you look at creativity and creativity is a physical representation of what is true, good, and beautiful. Mm. So I think that's what creativity encompasses. And I think insanity is kind of when we step outside those bounds Mm -hmm. and we try to create our own versions of truth, good, and beauty separated from the ultimate creator like you were talking about. So I think insanity comes into play when we start to pursue only our selfish 
desires in a way, and we try to create only what will glorify us and what will appease our selfish desires. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of a weird thing because I think a lot of people, when you say insanity, they think of like clinical insanity, you know, like you have no control over your mind. Mm -hmm. But I think true insanity comes into play when you have control over your mind and you try to use that in such a way as to deny the true, the good, and the beautiful, Mm -hmm. and you try to create something that only glorifies you. Mm -hmm. So I think that is where the line is kind of drawn. Creativity is something that manifests itself in the true, good, and beautiful because God is ultimately creative, Mm -hmm. so creative, and the only one that allows us to be creative. And insanity is this concept. Obviously, there is clinical insanity where you, some people believe, don't have any control over your mind. I think that is more... (laughs) <laughs> we probably shouldn't get into this. I think that is more um, spiritual warfare mm-hmm. and some demonic. demonic possession intervention, you know, that kind of thing when you open yourself up to those things. But I think that non-clinical insanity is this state of being where you just kind of spiral out of control and you have these desires that are first heavenly mm-hmm. and then we turn them into this kind of hellish concept. Thank and you, this Lewis. is something that C.S. <laughs> Lewis talks about a lot and I think he he explains all this much better than I ever could, but creativity is in its purest form, that heavenly desire. Mm -hmm. And we are putting that into practice in our everyday lives. So like in my writing, I want to write about something that may be somewhat hellish, Mm -hmm. but I want to write about it in such a way that will show the redemptive characters that we all carry. And Mm -hmm. I want to write something that points people not to the hellish side, but to the heavenly side. Mm -hmm. And I want to show people that change is possible. Redemption is possible. Salvation is possible. I think insanity is this concept where we take our heavenly desires and just like Lucifer did, we make it into this hellish creation. And it's something that it does not glorify God any longer, but is entirely, it makes us entirely Mm self-consumed. So I, just, I think silence. That's- I don't know what to say. <laughs> no, that's really good. And I like that you brought up Lucifer because he's a great example of being a created being mm-hmm. that originally had that desire to, because we all have that desire. It's placed within us by God himself. If you've been created by God, which you, you obviously have to start with that. We mm-hmm. have to recognize that we have been created by the one true God, not just any God, not multiple gods. We didn't come from goo. You have to know what you believe about these things in order to talk about even different topics like education. You really cannot begin discussing the topic of education if you don't know that we have been created by the one true God to be creative. Mm -hmm. Why are we pursuing education then? What is the point of it? Are we just doing what the public school system believes we're doing where we just really chase after the more hellish things in life Mm -hmm. and we teach kids false ideologies and all these different things and create a world full of more evil, more darkness. All these things, they really go together. And Lucifer turning from having that desire that could have been turned into something so true, good, and beautiful. Mm -hmm. He turned it into something so dark and so evil. Yeah. And we have to be careful because we have the ability from our free will to do the same thing. Mm -hmm. And sin has made that even more possible in our lives today. Right. I am really glad that you asked that question. (laughs) The hardest part, I thought the hardest part of this would be to come up with the questions. But right now, the hardest part is to not just like keep Keep going going on all this stuff. Yeah. Okay. So my next question, which I think you might have to take a minute to think about this one. I'm not sure. Okay. Uh, Do you think that the end 
or the means is more important in a situation. So do you Mm. think that how you get to the end, the means to the end is more important or do you think the end itself is more important? My initial thought, and I'm not sure I'm right on this, I would definitely need to think about this, but just since it's rapid fire, I'm going to give you my just initial thoughts here. Definitely the means because that's where the Lord teaches you different things. That's where Mm -hmm. he sanctifies us. He sanctifies us in those times because there is waiting involved. Mm -hmm. Specifically, I feel like that one specific thing, if you have to be patient, if you have to wait on something, which usually are the answers that you're pursuing Mm -hmm. to get to the end, to make it through the journey. Like I just think of Maddie's going to kill me for using this example because, you know, how dare I use it and not her, but, um, you know, Frodo and Sam, when they're, when they're on their journey to destroy the ring, there's so much learned during that process, during that journey. Mm -hmm. And the ring, destroying the ring, when they actually get to that point, really just makes them reflect on the whole means. Just makes them reflect on why did we even begin this in the first place? Why did we begin on this journey? Why are we here? What is this all pointing to? Because really destroying the ring wasn't entirely the end of the story at all. And so I think that there are different points where we even may think that this is the end. This is what it's all been for. Mm -hmm. But I think for a lot of us, we find out in life that that wasn't the end. We may realize that that is not necessarily what our whole entire journey has been about or for. Mm -hmm. You have to be patient with the means because that it's a really hard process. It's a really hard journey. And for Frodo and Sam, I think that for them, they had to not only rely upon one another, but they had to rely on those who they knew were cheering them on thousands of miles away. And the people who were fighting with them, even though they weren't physically with them, Mm -hmm. but they were involved in that journey. And I think that that's so important for us as Christians to remember too, because our means and the journey that we're on in life is not just about us. And it's not just about getting to this end that we think is it. You know, that really isn't all that there is. It's about what's in between. It's about what God is teaching us here and now and what that's going to mean at the end to us. Mm -hmm. Because the end, like I said earlier, just makes us reflect on what the journey was and what we experienced during that and the people that were with us. Mm Mm-hmm. That is why Christian community is so important because so many people- Here we go. Whole nother rabbit (laughs) trail. Here we go. (laughs) That's why Christian community is so influential in our lives because we have people who are cheering us on as we're being sanctified Mm -hmm. because they're being sanctified to it. And that's what leads us to holiness. And so as we're being perfected, as we're being more set apart day by day to the Lord himself on our journey, the journey is really what does that. And it's the people who are along with us for the journey that make it really worthwhile. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm kind of glad you answered that way because I think I would have said the same because honestly, I think you can go about many different means and achieve the same end when you're trying to accomplish a goal or Mm -hmm. something like that. Yeah. And you can go about it in a dishonest way, in Mm -hmm. an arrogant way, in an ungodly way. Yeah. Or you can go about it in a way that glorifies God, Mm -hmm. that invites that community in, that teaches us more. And even the people who are dishonest and arrogant and ungodly can come to a certain end, Mm -hmm. the end that they were pursuing, but ultimately they missed the entire point of achieving the end because they didn't go about it in the right means. Mm 
Yeah. We definitely have ends in our lives. Like I was saying that we think, oh, this is this is the whole point of the journey. This is what I've been waiting for. This is what I've been longing for. Mm-hmm. When in reality, those are just little tastes of what we're ultimately after, which is heaven yeah. for the Christian. Now, for someone like you said, who is ungodly, who is not going about the means in the right way, they're not journeying well. And I would say that Frodo is a great example of that yeah. in some ways because he did not journey well the whole time. He really, I mean, did he make it? Yes. And we have to give him some credit for that for sure. But, but Sam deserves the <laughs> ultimate credit. Can we just say that right here, but, right now? But for me, I would definitely rather be Sam mm-hmm. in that instance, right? Because yeah. he understood that the journey was going to be worthwhile, but he understood as well that destroying the ring wasn't it. Mm-hmm. That's not necessarily the end that they were all hoping for. It definitely helped. That was definitely part of their mission, a huge part of it. Mm -hmm. But ultimately, heaven is what we're looking towards and what we're longing for. Mm -hmm. And that is what the true end is. But the journey gets us there. Mm -hmm. The journey is where we get saved and are sanctified. Okay, let's do one more. I thought that this was really interesting. Well, I have two that I'm trying to decide between. (laughs) I don't know. Okay, let's go with this one. Should people care more about doing the right thing or doing things right. Mm. I'm going to read that one more time. Yeah. Should people care more about doing the right thing or doing things right? Okay, right off the top of my head, I definitely think that they should focus more on doing what is right rather than doing it right. So I think that doing the right thing is ultimately much more important than doing things right because mm-hmm. I think ultimately when you do the right thing, you do it right. That is if you're functioning in the will of God. Yeah. I think many people can have morals and moral standards and can do the right thing without being godly. And then I think sometimes we go about it in the wrong way. Mm -hmm. But if you're functioning in the will of God, I think you will always do the right thing and do it the right way. Mm -hmm. So I think it's kind of a combination of both. But ultimately, there will always be people that look at you and you may have done the right thing, but they're going to be like, you went about it in the complete wrong way. Right. And I think as Christians, sometimes we can actually get caught up in that and we can do it the wrong way sometimes because we can let pride seep in Mm -hmm. and we can be very self-centered. And so we may be speaking up for instance, for what is right, but we may be doing it in a very angry manner or in a way that is not bringing people closer to Jesus. Mm-hmm. I mean, we see so many Christians, they talk about like abortion or the transgender issues or gay people, and they talk about it with such anger and they want to say that it's righteous indignation, but I think that the Lord would never want us to do the right thing in anger. Mm-hmm. He would want us to do it with righteous indignation, I think, but a lot of Christians have used righteous indignation as an excuse to just be angry. I think righteous indignation is much different than being angry and Mm -hmm. being like mad at the people who are sinning because many of them don't even know that they're sinning. So yeah, we honestly can't even be angry at them. We need to be angry at the sin and the enemy, and that's what we ultimately need to be fighting against. So Mm -hmm. I think that there are instances where We are doing the right thing, but we're doing it in a very wrong way. Right. So I think that doing the right thing, yes, it's important. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. That's 100% what we should be pursuing in life. But I think that there does need to be consideration in doing it right. Mm -hmm. So I think it's kind of a combination of the two. Yeah. It's kind of a trick question, Mm -hmm. honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What is the biggest sign of weakness in a person and how should one go about avoiding it? Mm. This is honestly one of my favorite questions. Um, And I think I said it maybe a couple weeks ago at some point. I don't know. I I mentioned it in a recent podcast episode that 
the mark of a weak man, in my opinion, is if he has nothing for which he's willing to die. Mm -hmm. You'll never be willing to die for anything if you don't truly love it. I mean, like, genuinely love it. Mm -hmm. And I don't think we often understand what that looks like or what that means. I know scripture tells us he that would lay down his life for his friends, that's love, right? That Mm -hmm. is the most purest form of love. But I think that what we're often missing in our culture today is the heart of the gospel, the very heart of I am willing to die for this, Mm -hmm. that we believe it so wholeheartedly. There's so much in our culture nowadays that is untrue, that ends up being a little bit different than we thought it would be at the very beginning when we started to believe in a theory or a person or Mm -hmm. whatever, right? And they, they turn this way and they do something that's totally crazy or totally wrong. And you thought that they would never do that Mm -hmm. or that this theory really was true and that it was right. And then you find something, a flaw, you find a flaw in it. And so I think that there's so much in our culture that's like that, that we have a really hard time getting to the point where I believe this with my whole entire heart. That means that you come to this point where you love it so much that you're willing to die for it. Mm -hmm. We struggle with that because we always think there's got to be a flaw somewhere. There's got to be something that's not going to be right, something that makes it the whole entire thing not worth dying for. The gospel is not that way. Mm -hmm. And so for Christians, we have to be willing to die for it. You're a really weak person if you say that you believe in the gospel of Christ and that you would die for it, when in reality, you don't even really love it or believe in it wholeheartedly in the first place. Mm -hmm. Because if you don't believe in it and love it, then I can assure you that you won't die for it. If there's nothing bigger than yourself, if there's not this one thing, and I'm not saying there are multiple things, there are not. There is only one thing worth dying for, and that is the gospel. Nothing else is worth dying for. Things truly are only worth dying for if they glorify God. Mm -hmm. If they're all about the kingdom, if they're all about seeking him more, then they're worth dying for because that will last forever. Those are the things that are eternal. So they will outlive us. And that's what we want to outlive us. That's what we want to die for. Mm -hmm. That's why the gospel is the only thing worth dying for, Mm -hmm. worth giving everything for. This concept has been literally ingrained in our minds from like a very, very young age. From infancy. (laughs) There's a John Stuart Mill quote, and I'm not going to quote the whole thing, but dad learned it in the Air Force Academy. Mm -hmm. And so literally our entire lives has just been... War is an ugly thing, but not the ugliest of things. You should go look it up. It's an extremely good good quote. War is an ugly thing, John Stuart Mill. So ultimately, the highest form of weakness is a lack of love Mm -hmm. for anything. For anything, yeah. And that is honestly really convicting, though, because I think, like, even for myself, there are so many times where you do allow yourself to love something, and then you get burned, and it's Mm -hmm. just kind of like, okay, well, then maybe I just won't open myself up to anything else. It's fine, whatever. Well, and it's not even a type of love that can love multiple things. Mm. It's a love that can only love one thing well, because that's what, I mean, we always say this, but you can't do a million things well. Mm -hmm. And I I think that the same is true in this instance. We can't love a million things well. And yet we think we can. We Mm -hmm. think we can love the world well. We think we can love the Lord well. We think we can love our family and our friends and all of those people well at the very same time. But really, you can't. You really can't. It's impossible. But if you love the gospel, then all of those other things 
suddenly mm-hmm. fall into place. It's like it's so crazy how when I was talking about this with a friend the other night of how even movies and even things that we before we're saved, we don't think anything about, right? Mm-hmm. You don't see the meaning in different things or you don't really see the importance in different things until yeah. you're saved. And then it's like, whoa, that movie, even a movie, which is a very worldly thing, takes mm-hmm. on a whole new meaning because you start to see the world in a spiritual context instead of a worldly one, mm-hmm. instead of a selfish one. Yeah. And that's because we love the gospel and suddenly everything else just falls into place. So every other love flows out of that ultimate love yeah i think that is the moral of literally the entire universe (laughs) all other love flows out of the ultimate love Mm -hmm. and i think that's we get that messed up quite a bit yeah in christianity because we do act like we can love the world we can love jesus Mm -hmm. we can love all these things when ultimately we don't truly value that ultimate love that enables us to die yeah and to be willing to die and then in turn to love life and love everything else around us Mm -hmm. all right well i loved this episode (laughs) i think it's gonna be uploaded y'all yes i think so and let us know if you want us to do any more Mm -hmm. honestly even if no one lets us know i think we're doing another one because i want to do another one (laughs) but please let us know and yes you have questions yes if you have something that you're like oh man i would really Mm -hmm. like to just hear i mean this is just totally random thoughts, random opinions, you know, different things that we've heard over the years, different Mm -hmm. quotes, different stories, all of that stuff was, I mean, this whole episode was unplanned. So hopefully we'll be able to do more of those, but send us your questions, send Mm -hmm. us different thoughts that you'd like us to address. You can always email us those. That's probably the easiest way, but feel free to private message us on Instagram or Facebook. Either one of those will get back to you there as well. Alrighty, y'all, we are still going to wrap this episode up in prayer, so please pray with us. Dear Lord, we just thank you for this day, and I just thank you for the opportunity that you've given us to just sit down and answer some of these questions and to just kind of talk about our initial thoughts on all of these different things. And I just thank you for the way that you are moving in these different questions and just getting all of us thinking. I pray that you would just uh, help this episode to encourage people, help it to convict all of us, and I pray that you would just use it to glorify you and to further your kingdom. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you so much for joining us for this episode. We pray it was a blessing to you. And like Maddie said in her prayer, just got you thinking maybe a little bit about education, Mm -hmm. a little bit about creativity and insanity. Yes. Uh, What else? War, what we'd be willing to die for. Uh, C.S. Lewis and Tolkien. I'm glad that they both got mentioned in this episode. (laughs) And all those great things. And we will definitely have more of these to come. Thank you guys so much for listening and we will talk to y'all next Monday. Bye guys.